Sports and Entertainment News. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good morning and welcome to the Daybreak News here on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming out this morning, Cecilia Dapa takes on Joy News over reportage on alleged millions in frozen account. Kumasi Technical University denies sacking students over delayed in payment of fees. And Data Protection Commission to begin active enforcement of the Data Protection Act 843 and defaulting firms face fine or prison term and in other stories minority leader rejects a claims of involvement in new bank of ghana headquarters project this business sports and showbiz is coming in this morning's bulletin the news will be read by awin temi akansukum now let's settle for the details the legal team of the former Minister of Sanitation and Water Resource, Cecilia Abinadapa, has written to the multimedia group demanding an unqualified apology for making false statements alleging $5 million and 48 million cities were found in her Prudential Bank account. Madame Dapa's lawyers said, despite the office of the special prosecutor rebutting the reportage, the multimedia group continued to publish the alleged falsehood across its various social media platforms. It was reported on August 10 that the OSP discovered a substantial sum of $590,000 in cash during the search conducted at the Abilinki resident of the former M minister. The report added that an outstanding amount of 2.7 million Ghana cities in cash was also discovered at the same address. The special prosecutor subsequently froze seven accounts belonging to the former minister. After the reports came to the public domain, some media houses, including Joy News, said their sources at the OSP claimed that $5 million and 48 million cities were found in the former minister's bank account. Lawyers of Madame Dapa in their letter to the multimedia group said the narrative was corrected by a statement from the OSB, but despite that, the media house continued with publications on the matter with malaise cecilia dapa is thus demanding a retraction and apology as else she will drag the media house to court now in other stories the kumasi technical university ksdu has denied reports that it has sacked over 2,000 students for failing to pay their fees on time in a statement the university said that no student has been sacked but rather those who have not registered for the second semester of the 2022-2023 academic year have been asked to defer their programs. The university said that it had extended the deadline for students to register on several locations, but a significant number of students still failed to do so. The deadline for students to register was originally May 29, 2023, but it was extended to June 5 or July from June 5 to July 9 and also to July 28. The students at Representative Council then asked for another extension. The university said it has a policy of redrawing students who fail to register, but it decided to be lenient in this case and asked the affected students to defer their programs instead. 
The university said that there is no tension on campus and that over 11,000 students who registered for the second semester are comfortably writing their examination. The statement said that the university is committed to providing quality education to all its students and that it will continue to work with students to ensure that they are able to register and complete their studies. Now, the Data Protection Commission will, from August 14, 2023, begin active enforcement of the Data Protection Act 2012 at 843. This means businesses that have failed to register with the Commission as data controllers but are processing personal data are liable to summary conviction to a fine or a term of imprisonment. Falling under the radar for non-compliance include Hisense Group and Mawako Food Group, out of many others on the complied list for prosecution. In a statement, the Data Protection Commission said it intends to recover some millions of cities owed the state by non-compliant authorities that have been notified of their legal ob- obligations but have failed to act in compliance with Act 843. The Data Protection Act 2012 Act 843 aligns that institutions lawful processing exempt processing the scope and duties of data controllers data processes functions of the data protection commission and data subjects rights it balances the need to ensure privacy rights with the right of the state to remain inviolable maintain law and order function effectively and protect its citizens effectively anticipating the widely publicized enforcement action enforcement officers from the data protection commission accompanied by police officers visited the premises of some companies to pick up the ultimate decision makers or directors in the absence of the former for question and uh, further sanctioning arrangement for failing to comply with the act the enforcement act by the commission will continue to ensure that all businesses processing personal data assume their legal obligations under the data protection act 2012 act 843 now, Dr. Kesel Ato forcing the minority leader has refuted assertions made by the Director of Communications for the new Patriotic Party NPP, claiming that he was involved in Bank of Ghana's board when the initial stages of constructing the new head new headquarters commenced. Dr. Forsen categorically denies these allegations, labeling them as entirely false and called on all well-intended Ghanaians to disregard them. In a press statement released over the weekend, the former deputy finance minister maintained that during the Mahama administration, no contracts were awarded for the construction of a new Bank of Ghana head office. He challenged the NPP's director of communications, Mr. Ahiaba, to produce any substantiating evidence in his possession to support the claims. Forcing stated, for the records, the Bank of Ghana under the Eswell Mahama NDC administration never awarded a contract for the construction of this new headquarters. Dr. Forsen insisted that the new Bank of Ghana head office project was unnecessary and urged the central bank to terminate it. He criticized the Bank of Ghana's decision to proceed with constructing a modern headquarters amidst financial challenges, asserting that such a venture was a misplaced and reckless 
priority. Now, moving to business, the International Monetary Fund IMF has cautioned the Bank of Ghana against not fulfilling its policy mandate in the face of the laws it posted to the financial year ending 2022. According to the IMF, the central bank must despise the impairment and ensure that inflation returns to the target of 8%. The IMF has, however, backed the Bank of Ghana's 60 billion Ghana cities laws, saying the impairment which was brought on by the government's domestic debt exchange DDE was necessary to restore macroeconomic stability and public sustainability. The IMF asserts that the Bank of Ghana's participation in the DDE was to share some of the burden the DDE places on government debt holders along with banks, other financial institutions, pension funds and individuals. In fact, the IMF anticipates that the central bank income would be adequate to cover the cost associated with monetary policy. Now, moving to some sports, former sports minister Edwin Nilante Vanderpoy has bemoaned the retrogression of women's football in Ghana. His comment comes on the back of the Black Queen's absence from the ongoing Women's World Cup in New Zealand and Australia. The Women's World Cup began with five representatives from Africa, Morocco, Zambia, Nigeria, and South Africa, although all five have exited the competition. The Queens, currently managed by Nora Hotel, are in a transformation phase that have won all five games since she took over. They are set to face Rwanda next in the upcoming Women's African Cup of Nations qualifiers, in September. In an interview, Neil Lante Vanderpoy voiced out his frustration at the dip in the level of quality of women's football in the country. We are not doing what are, we are supposed to do. If you get the fundamentals wrong, you would always be wrong. The good thing for me is when it comes to football, there are best practices all over the world which we can look at. Look at the performance of the African team at the World Cup and tell me why Ghana is not participating. When women's football started, it was just Ghana and Nigeria. Today, Morocco is participating in the World Cup and Zambia participated. That should tell you that there are some people doing things right, but Ghana isn't. Morocco, who by their culture and tradition, women are not even supposed to be exposed to settings, are now playing football and qualified for the tournament. We don't build on the past appearances at major tournament. What have we done? Nothing. Other countries have now progressed with their football and today they are beating us at tournament. Ghana's last participation in the Women's World Cup was in 2007 edition hosted by China. The Black Queens failed to progress out of a group which consists of Norway, Australia and Canada. The Queens conceded 15 goals and scored just three in all three group games under the guidance of former coach Isaac Paha. Paha was sacked by the Football Association following the abysmal display at the tournament in China. The Queens have since then not qualified for the global tournament in the last decade with rival Nigeria proving to be a tough nut to crack for Ghana's senior female team 
in the qualifiers. Now moving to showbiz, Ghanaian singer Miss Bell's two-month-old daughter Nanahima Sikapa has been appointed as a brand ambassador for Pinaman Cosmetics. The announcement has left many intrigued and curious about this unconventional decision. Ms. Well took to social media to share the news with her fans Sunday, August 13. She expressed excitement about her daughter's ambassadorial role and thanked the brand for the opportunity. She wrote, I am excited to announce to you that my girl at Baby Ohima One is a new brand ambassador for the Queen Cuddy Baby product by at Pinaman Cosmetics. The post quickly garnered attention with fans and followers expressing a mix of astonishment and support. While some have praised the boldness of the move as a marketing stunt that has successfully grabbed headlines, others have raised concerns about the ethical implications of involving an infant in the world of brand endorsement and that's it with the daybreak news on ghana talks radio log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us ghana talks radio on all social media platforms you can also download the gtr app from your app store or google play to listen the news was read by awen temi akansukum and i say thanks so much for making time good morning